You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's Tuesday, so it's time for It's My Money, brought to you by Brentus Wealth. And Brentus Wealth has been voted SA's top boutique wealth manager in 2020. With me from Brentus Wealth is Aidan Freswick. Aidan, you sent me an article, and it says here, is investing in the money market worth it? We'll get to that in a second, but I think what you've got to do now is for the uninitiated, distinguish between the money market and cash. What's the difference between being invested in the money market and having money in cash? Good afternoon, Lindsay, and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you. The whole idea behind this topic is just to um, encourage investors just to revisit the cash allocation within their portfolios. Um, and, and, you know, there is a, there is a valid um, place for, for money market instruments in a portfolio. But I think just to, um, just to begin uh, and to answer your question, money markets um, are, are pretty much the same as, as cash investments. So they, they fall into the same umbrella. Um, in the sense that it it is um, it is very much cash and, um, and and I think just to just to unpack that let's just talk about what money markets actually are. Yes. Um, you know it is it is a cash investment like we've just mentioned, um, but it is quite flexible in the sense that you can deposit cash um, for for a short term objective, um, or you can actually save into these money market investments and contribute. Um, to these money market invest, uh, investment accounts on a regular basis. Like, for example, you can have a monthly debit order. Um, you know, so it is quite flexible in the sense that you can get access to the funds at quite a short uh, notice period. Um, and, and how money market actually um, generates returns is that it's actually linked to interest rates. Um, and that I think we can, can unpack, um, you know, later on in this conversation. So money market in 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 a nutshell, is a cash-type investment. So it's pretty much the same as cash um, in the sense that it has similar characteristics um, of, of which an investor can, you know, save or contribute into these type of investment vehicles for short-term objectives. When I listen to what you said and I look at the, the cash and money market component of a portfolio, I think that there are certain people who are risk-averse that might have a higher proportion of their money in cash and money market instruments and other people that would uh, have a, uh, still have an exposure to them. But on the other hand, they go for more risky investments like, for, for example, uh, equities. We'll come to that later for whom this type of investment is appropriate. But you say here, historically being invested in money market and cash type solutions would have given you peace of mind knowing that your wealth is not exposed to uncalculated risks, having no need to follow markets and assuming that you are keeping up with and possibly even outperforming the rate of inflation at a suitable level. On that note, it's, it's worth going back historically and to see how cash and money markets have performed relative to inflation. You kindly sent me a chart. It says here returns on top five money market funds over one year, three years and five years. And also you talk about inflation as well. So maybe go through that as briefly as you can. Oh, absolutely. I think that it's it's quite important just to go back in time and just, just actually understand what money markets um, and, and the benefits of money markets used to be in the past. So if you look at the one-year, three-year, five-year figures of, money, of the top money market um, returns, you would argue that it would be quite close to what the JSE has performed. Um, and if you look at the level of risk going into the JSE um, versus versus being in a money market, I mean, if the performance is quite close to each other, one would argue 
argue that money markets would have been the safest place to keep your uh, keep your money invested, uh, um, you know, for for the level of risk that you are taking. And and just going back to your point, um, you know, the investor would have had peace of mind that they wouldn't need to follow market movements if they were invested in money market. Um, compared to the JSE, for example, you know, it, it's it's quite volatile and the markets go up and down. And, you know, there's some news that gets published and then, you know, the JSE takes a fall. So, I mean, for the level of risk that you're taking in money markets previously, when interest rates were a lot, lot higher than it was now, um, you would argue that money markets would have, would have had a, a good place in your portfolio. But, I mean, if you just compare at the moment in its current state, um, a year ago, the Reserve Bank um, um, re- reduced the interest rates um, because of the need to stimulate the economy um, um, as a result of the COVID, COVID crisis. So as a result, the interest rates have been low. Um, and just last week, the Saab announced that um, the interest rates will continue to remain low at, at the same level, which means that the, the yield in money market and cash-type investments will continue to underperform inflation, um, and and also the inflation the inflation rates continue to, uh, to or well tend to rise. So if you're looking at returns in money market investments and you factor the inflation value, you will tend to realise that you're not actually um, you know beating the rate of inflation um, or even outperforming inflation. So over time, you get to a scenario where you have this this huge capital depreciation once, you know, once uh, inflation has been factored into into the equation. Okay, let's get down to practicalities now, if we can, Aidan, and and give me your opinion on where a money market account is suitable, where and maybe even when a money market account is suitable. So over to you on that one. So that's a very good question. Um, you know, money markets do have a place. Um, so, so like I mentioned in the, in the introduction of this of this um, of this piece, is that if your overall wealth is invested into cash or money markets, it might be a good time to, you know, go back to the drawing board and just reassess and just go, and just get a second opinion with consultation of a financial advisor whether or not the cash allocation is still appropriate. Now. You know, a suitable scenario for money market would be, for example, um, a newly newly wed couple, uh, for example, saving toward a deposit on on a house, or for example, a student that like to buy their first first vehicle. Um, Really, would be for a short term objective where you'll have the peace of mind that you don't need to worry about market fluctuations, and then, you know, you have that peace of mind as well that your capital is somewhat guaranteed that. When I need to pay for the deposit on my property or when I need to pay for, for the deposit on, on my first car, that, you know, the market value would pretty much be in line with what I've predicted and calculated it to be um, over a short space of time. Um, or it could just be, um, you, know, a, a, um, you know, a parent that's saving towards child's education. So it really is for short-term objectives where you know you need access to the funds um, and you also need to make sure that the capital is guaranteed and, and, and no market fluctuations has an impact on that. So ultimately, if you if you are a long-term investor seeking capital growth, it might be a good time to reassess the cash allocation 
purely because of the fact that inflation is continuing to continuing to rise, as well as the interest rates will continue to be low for for quite quite some time. Okay, it's very difficult for me to give a succinct question to you now when it comes to asset allocation, um, but I'll, I'll I'll try. Let's say that somebody who's 35 to 45 years old comes to you and the team at Brentas Wealth and says, "Right, here's my money, and I've got a hundred. Out of the hundred, what would you allocate to cash?" and money market at the time, given the fact that this person has got another 20, 30 years of productive earning in front of him or her, what what would you say? Obviously, there has to be an element of cash and money market, but on the other hand, you'd probably say lean towards the riskier assets. How would you approach it? Well, thanks for the question. That that is that is a typical client on, you know, on, on, an, on an average day. Um, you know, the asset allocation would tend to be more skewed to growth assets, um, and, and like you mentioned, there is a place for cash. Um, however, what we're also doing is we're also going back um, and looking at our clients' portfolios and just double-checking to see if if the cash allocation is, is potentially too much for the time horizon that the client um, is invested in. For example, they are a long-term investor. But in your case, we would have uh, we would lean towards income funds, balance funds, um, a little bit of local equities, and, and our favourite is offshore equities. And these can be accessed, um, you know, on, on most plat- most investment platforms um, through unit trusts or exchange traded funds. But pretty much, it, depending on the risk profile of a client, um, would determine how much cash or conservative assets we would allocate to their portfolio. Um, irrespective of how long they have to be invested, some you know some investors are quite conservative when it comes to their risk profiling and their objectives, um, and therefore you cannot allocate too many growth assets because they will tend to feel very uncomfortable when um, you know you know markets do take a dip, um, and they do. We, we need to be honest, and, and that transparency needs to be there. But on the other hand, you'll get an investor who isn't in that age group and, you know, they, they want to uh, invest a lump sum and pretty much forget about it. And that's where we can have a low percentage of cash, potentially uh, 10 or 15 percent, um, and the rest will be skewed to, to balanced and, and, and very much growth and more aggressive type asset classes. Aidan, thanks so much for your insight. That's Aidan Freswick from Brenthurst Wealth in the Western Cape. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.